Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Hockey Talk. My name is Joe Soulier and this is episode 17. Dave, what's up, buddy? How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. It's real good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. It's nice to be seen, as always. It's my <laughs> line on the show, I guess. Oh, yeah. What, what are you sipping on there? A little ice? A little uh, Inniskillen Pinot Grigio, because I don't care, and people will call me a pussy. I drink white wine with ice cubes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, if I drank Deal white wine, I would probably drink it with ice cubes as well. Delicious. I'll lift my little pinky up. <laughs> Where where's it from? What what part of the world is uh, it from? In a skillin, it's local to here, Okanagan. Oh, nice! Right it's on. A good old, it's a good old Canadian wine. Hey, I hear that. <laughs> uh, I'm also drinking uh, some. What do you got? I'm drinking a libation from your part of the woods as well. Uh, I'm drinking a same as I was drinking last episode. Actually, it's a no boats on Sunday pear cider, Ooh. and uh, it's from Kelowna. That sounds tasty. It's uh, it's crafted with BC apples. Uh, the pear cider is crafted with BC apples? That's what it says on the can. Someone forgot to change the fucking <laughs> print thing on their cans at the factory, I think. They, they also have a peach flavor that says the same thing. Yeah, I imagine they have an <laughs> apple cider as well. That started the whole thing off. Well, it's their main one, yeah. I, I got a variety yeah. pack, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Maybe they make it all with apples and then they have like a dab of peach in each can or something. Yeah. Well, they just, uh, well they cheers, throw, buddy. Uh, they just throw a fuzzy peach in each can. Well, cheers, bud. Cheers to, to the auto senators being contenders. Fuck yeah. I haven't seen you since the wedding. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still me. Yeah, you're still you? I'm still here. Yeah. Except you got a weird haircut now. No, that's just <laughs> the uh, the Friday nightness and the headphones and yeah. the, you know. It is a Friday yeah, night. Um, if anyone's listening to this on on not a Friday night, because you'll probably hear this tomorrow, which is the Saturday. Uh, People me and Dave, in the future. We, we don't really got much going on tonight, and uh, what better way to spend a Friday night than uh, talking some puck and and kind of going over all the recent, uh, you know, trades, extensions, the action, man, the uh, free agency stop. frenzy. Yeah, I am I am 38 years young, but I've never seen a free agency like this one. I think it's a bit of a, a COVID-affected free agency with the cap freeze and all this, maybe another other things sort of coming into... Sorry, can you hear my ice cubes in the fucking mic? Uh, <laughs> a lot of different factors coming into play, but it's like, it seems like this is one of those free agencies that we might look back on in a couple of years and be like, wow, that changed a lot of teams. $1.1 billion were signed in this free agency. Was that with one a, with a pinky? Billion dollars? One point oh, one billion dollars. Yeah, that's dollars. a lot of money for guys that fucking just play hockey. I mean, good for them, but Jesus yeah. Christ. And two hundred and sixty-three <laughs> years were locked up in contracts. <laughs> How's yeah, that for a thanks stat? Thanks for telling me. Yeah. yeah. Can you divide those two numbers so we can figure out per year how much nah. each costs there? Nah. Not those those numbers are not divisible. Physically <laughs> 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 nope. can't be done. Nope, yeah, not doing that. Not doing That's that. Um, we got a lot to talk about. So what? We have a ton to talk about. We should probably get on topic. Yeah. So, fire away. So we're we're gonna get. To one the... thing I want to mention: your yeah, shirt has a wolf off. on it. Your your shirt has a wolf on it, and I respect that. That's just Thank you. It's a it's a Bose beer shirt. Oh, I respect that. So Bose more. beer from Ontario. Hit me up. Uh, shout out to Chris Cameron. He bought me this shirt. 
Um, nice. And yeah, that's about, that's about all I got to say to the goose. Um, okay, so let's get into it. We're going to talk free agency stuff here, but uh, we had a hell of a lot of contract extensions uh, leading up to free agency. Some were, you know, the night before, some were the day of, and, and some came in the day after. Um, we're now, I think it's three days removed, two days removed from, from day one of free agency. So, so let's like talk that, yeah. Let's talk about some of these uh, extensions here. First one, sure. and this was total left field. Everybody thought he wasn't getting an extension. He thought he played his last game as a Pittsburgh Penguin last year. Of game Malkin. He yeah. re-signs with the Pens for four years at $6.1 million. And and I like this signing. He Like he said before, he's a legacy player. And he deserves to go out on his own terms. He deserves to go out with the team that he's been playing for his entire life. Now, four years is a good number. You know, I think he'll be, what, 30, uh, 38 or 39 when it expires? He'll, he'll be in that... Uh, you know, might get a some one year yeah. contract somewhere else, sort of. So land still, still yeah. young enough to to maybe sign a one year for a couple so, years yeah. with a couple couple different teams and, and chase a cup. Um, Pull a Joe Thornton and try to hop around, even though Malkin yeah. already has like yeah, he's two or got, three. Do you have like got, three or two of them? Uh, he's got three. Yeah, so. I feel like he's just going to play in Pittsburgh until he doesn't care anymore. Yeah, and uh, 6.1, it's not the most team-friendliest deal, but it could have been a lot higher given his stature. And so mm-hmm. I kind of like this signing. I, I, you know, I, I like what the Pens uh, did for him there. And and apparently Crosby had a huge hand in, in, in getting him to sign. He was ready to walk, mm-hmm. and Crosby Crosby basically stepped in and joined, joined in on the meeting and was like, Evgeny, what the fuck? What's sign. Fuck, bro? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I love Malkin's game. He is so fucking dirty and nasty, and he's just in obviously skilled and all the other stuff. But like, he is not a nice person to play against. You can tell he is. Yeah. He's with his stick work, man. He slashes, he spears. He just oh, I love everything about his game. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and he looks like our friend Alex Jarbo. That too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why I got such a soft spot for him. Yeah. yeah. All right, and so another one that uh, I kind of thought he was going to stay with them. Um, you know, he had a, a career half a year with them uh, last season. He he really, in my opinion, helped get them to where they did in the playoffs. Um, and this could be a career-changing and a, and a character-changing moment for Evander Kane. Oh, you know? I was on edge. I didn't know you were talking about I know, about I'm them. building it up. So um, he's a goof off the ice let's be honest with you he's made some questionable decisions with his life some of which were false allegations from his ex-wife you know a lot of that stuff came to be false um but it doesn't negate the fact that you know this is his fourth team now and he's been running out of town out of three of those teams um you know he's got a bit of a me first personality and he's got to look at me personality and that doesn't gel with a lot of guys in the locker room but edmonton needs him whether or not he's a douchebag they need him and so Ken Holland here probably had the best fucking offseason, the best stretch of his time with the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. And he signed Evander Kane for four years at $5.125 million Dude, a year. And he's that, so good. But he could have put up 50, 50 goals last year if he played a full season. Dude, and he will. He's playing for the chip and he's playing for the next contract because he's just going to get out of debt with this one. And then yeah. the next one's where he actually gets paid. So he's probably going to be lights out for the next, would you say, three or four years he got? Yeah. And, he's probably going to be amazing. He's honestly... He's like um, a, a more skilled version of, of Tom Wilson. 
he, you know, Tom, like everybody wants the power forward that can skate fast, that can hit guys, rub them out in the boards and get fucking points and goals. Yeah, and exactly. he does all of that. He's the yeah, full man. mile, the full Monty. You Sign know him what up. And, what? Sorry, I didn't mean, okay, keep, I didn't I'm just saying, that. locking him up at 5.12 for the next four years basically is going to see the end of McDavid and Dreisaitl's contract. You know, that's solid. Yes, their yes. window. They they basically lined up their whole little competitive window with that contract. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the the Edmonton Oilers. A lot of a lot of good folks that follow the Oilers, you know, and they they've been having it tough for the last few years with Peter Shirelli and all that nonsense. So it's nice to see that you know maybe there's a a light at the end of the tunnel here for McDavid, Drysaddle, and the Oilers. Yeah, I think uh, Rick from Red Deer is taking a deep breath in the back of his truck. I think Red Deer is closer to Calgary. With Alberta, same same. Well, <laughs> good point. There's another NHL. Say that to there. anybody from it. either Edmonton or Calgary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, is that is that a segue into Calgary, or you want to keep going with the extensions? Uh, I was just gonna see if you had any thoughts on that Evander Kane signing. Oh, I love it, man. I love it, Edmonton, and they. I can't think off the top of my head the free agent goalie that they got. I'm sure we'll talk about it after. I got. They'll it. be back in the playoffs, and I think the key is that. They got to at least get to where they got last year. You know what I mean? Like they can't, mm-hmm. they can't get back to the playoffs and then kind of fizzle. They need right. to keep this ball rolling. Yeah. Because well, like McDavid, he ain't old, but like they, you know, time goes by quickly. It's been already six years. How long has McDavid been in the league? Yeah, yeah, about that. Uh, like a long time already. So I mean, things I think are looking good there. Yeah, and but you know, in all fairness, this was the furthest Colorado has ever gotten into the playoffs since McDavid's been there. So uh, Edmonton, it, you mean? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Colorado. Oh, I'm stupid. Uh, no, I think I said Colorado because uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and it's telling me that uh, Josh Manson he resigned with Colorado for four years mm-hmm. at four point five million dollars a year. I I don't hate it. Again, I think a lot of these extensions are pretty team-friendly with the cap. Um, mm. Josh Manson, he's a good second-line, reliable uh, defenseman who's going to... at home guy. ...be liable, or, yeah, you can depend on him. And he's also going to chip in and help you get some points. So I like this for Colorado, and, and I'm stoked to see him next year, in the next four years. Yeah, buddy, Colorado with gorgeous George. I know we'll get into that. Look out if that guy is even a quarter or like a half of what he was in new york last year those guys are going to be very difficult to deal with Oof, i know yeah i'm not sold on georgie just yet but we'll see we'll find out but i mean clearly yeah. the potential's there yeah um and then we also saw our first eight by eight contract that's eight years at eight million dollars and it couldn't have gone for a guy who who deserves it more uh robert thomas with the st louis blues i'm a big thomas guy you might have heard me and al talking about him throughout this whole podcast tenure and he's a young guy he came in as a rookie when they won when it won their cup and he's been a you know um he's been a a staple in their lineup to help them get to where they are and to help them continue to be playoff contending teams he's got a you know he's got six foot two big burly guy he plays well he plays defensively and what more could you ask for so you know they signed him up for eight years at eight mil and that's only going to look like a great contract his whole the whole time i i couldn't agree more and the the thing i kind of like about the blues the way they're built very blue collar team maybe they do Mm -hmm. that on purpose but like he's the (laughs) kind of guy he's a swiss army knife so his guys 
get hurt, you get deep, you go in the playoffs, you need guys to change their roles. He's the guy that I'm sure the coach could have, otherwise they wouldn't pay him $8 million a year. They yeah. know they could throw him on the ice in whatever scenario is going to fill that hole and he's going to do a good job. So that's Absolutely. like, that's a guy that you have wrapped up. You don't need to worry about it. It's good for them. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for Robert Thomas. I always thought he was British because of his name. I never really looked into him too well. I just watched him play hockey, you know, but he's not. He's Canadian, so good for him. <laughs> I didn't Another... know British people could play hockey. <laughs> they can't, really, <laughs> unless your name is uh, Stefan. I'll give Stefan a shout-out. He's yeah. actually a pretty, pretty decent hockey player now. I, I, nice. I, I play with him on the Tankers, mm-hmm. and I played the first year that he played, and I was a goalie. And I was a shit goalie, but he was. it was his first year, and he didn't know how to skate. And it was hard to watch. And I took, I think, the next couple of years off. Mm-hmm. And then I came back last year as a player. And I was blown away by how by the moves Stefan can do. He, nice. and he's, he's good at controlling the puck, you know? Skating up mm-hmm. the ice and controlling the puck and not letting guys come in on him. So, yeah. Stefan, you got a shout-out from me, bud. That's good. Um, I will I take him down to shade, though, just because you're playing with no contact. So don't, you know... Don't get too ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, another young buck that got a got a little bit of a contract extension here. Victor Olofsson. He resigned with Buffalo for two years at four point seven five mil a year. Um, I know that his nick- nickname used to be Victor Golofson because he had a had a streak where he lit it up a little bit. But honestly, I, I don't know. I guess that's probably why they only gave him two years. Bit high in my opinion, but I guess Buffalo needs to hit that floor. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think Buffalo's worried about spending the money. No, they need to hit that, that cap yeah. floor. That's their biggest worry right now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know much about Olsen? Um, I know that his last name's pretty long. It fills up his jersey nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other than that, first name Victor. Uh, I'm going to go with some kind of Norwegian background. Okay. Nordic thing. That's all I know. Okay. All right, well, uh, someone who's definitely not uh, Norwegian, uh, Pierre-Olivier Joseph. He resigns in Pittsburgh for two years at uh, at a team-friendly 8700 yeah, $875,000 a year. $8,000 would have been a very friendly deal. Very team-friendly for yeah. POJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good for that. I mean, you know, depth guy yeah. is a young guy, so, you know, sky's the limit mm, for him right now. Probably not the sky, but... Yeah, probably not this guy. Probably, probably like, a reliable third third line. Third line's the limit. Third line's yeah. the limit. Yeah. <laughs> um, one guy that I was happy to see get a get a contract extension uh, was my boy Malcolm Subban, also in oh, Buffalo. Yeah. He they they got him for one more year to prove himself. Uh, Eight hundred fifty thousand a year. Does he ever play hockey? Like I yeah. feel like he's just always the backup and doesn't really ever play. Mind you, I don't really ever watch Buffalo. So did he play last yeah. year much? Yeah, he played oh, a few times. Uh, he sang the national anthem last year. <laughs> that's funny. That was, yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But also... I Might think, want to concentrate on stopping pucks. But yeah. Maybe. Buffalo also made some moves on free agency that we'll touch in. So I think he's going to be part of a tandem rather than uh, than just, um, you know, the guy. A1 sort of thing. Um, okay, so what else we got here? Adrian Kempe. He's with LA, and they locked him up for four more years at five point five million dollars a year. What do you think about that? He's a solid player. Kempe is pretty awesome. Um, uh, I only I happen to follow him pretty closely the last year because I had him in my pool, mm-hmm. and he's very like all around stats. 
Um, uh, you know, playing power plays. I don't remember kill penalties too, but like solid guy, five mil. That's not crazy expensive as far as like the you know top six kind of players. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think LA is sneaky, sneaky competitive next year. Okay. Uh, Drew Doughty back. Uh, what's his balls there? The young guy starts the D that uh, kind of took his place last year on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dursey. Uh, he was really promising. So him with the old man back beside him. You know, they I don't I don't think they're gonna go deep or anything, but you know, they could be in the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, cool. Well, uh moving on from him there, um, former Montreal Canadian, uh Brett Kulak. He just uh he got traded to Edmonton at the deadline, and I think we got a, a pick back for him, you know, second rounder, which is pretty good, uh, considering he was a third line in and out of the lineup uh, defenseman for Montreal. Um, so he resigned in Edmonton for a <laughs> he was signed for four years at uh, 2.75 mil a year okay so good for him he's getting mm-hmm. uh, he's getting his bag he was on you know league minimums up until up until now so good for him sweet another signing in st louis is uh is nick letty he resigns in st louis uh for four years at four mil nice little four by four that seems to be a popular length of time and a lot of these four-year deals i like a good four by four you know it's not too much commitment and it's not too much money so Mm -hmm. you get two years in and you're like fuck i I just it's not really working for us yeah you can trade them most teams (laughs) will bite on a four million dollar contract yeah yeah exactly at least that's what nhl franchise mode has taught me (laughs) (laughs) um another former uh montreal canadians defenseman mikhail sergachev he resigned in Tampa for a whopping eight years at a whopping eight point five million a year. Good for Ooh. him. Getting yeah. that bag. Hey, we got Drew, eh? <laughs> um, did Tampa's gotta be up against the cap, right? They, they were are, cheap. Uh, they were doing their little tricks with the Kucherov there the other year. They gotta be rubbing right up against that cap. Yeah, they're about eight million over the cap. I yeah. read today. So they'll, uh, and, they'll, drop, they'll injure somebody in the offseason. Yeah, and the uh, the next couple extensions help them get over that cap limit with uh, Anthony Shirelli. He signed for eight years at 6.25 a mil, mil mm-hmm. a year. And uh, and uh, and also Eric Chernak. Chernak? Chernak? I don't know. He signed mm-hmm. also for eight years at 5.2 million a year. So uh-huh. they're definitely over the cap. But, and, but you know what? So these guys, except for Mikhail Sergachev, but... He pretty much can fit into this category. They're all draft picks. They're all homegrown Tampa Bay Lightning players that have come up through the system. Mm-hmm. You know, they played their time in uh, the farm team in, in the A. They've been pivotal staples in their, you know, their their two cups that they got. And if I'm a GM, I'm rewarding my guys. I want, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're my guy. Let's just fucking lock it up for eight years. Let's do it. You know. Why not? That, we won our cups. I want to get you paid. You help me get the cup. Let's do it. Absolutely. So I like that. It's it's respectful to me. It is, and it's also that's the teams that players take note of that in free agency. It's like, oh, I'll go there. They take care of their guys. Yeah. I mean, that's the type of shit that gives your team a good reputation. So in the long run, that's a win-win, I would say. Yeah. And speaking of the opposite of what uh, good reputations have on teams... Uh, the Vegas Golden Douchebags, uh, they re-signed yeah. Riley Smith for three years at $5 million a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. Riley Smith is a right right winger. Who and cares? 
fuck Vegas. I hate they, everything they, about them. They screwed everything up so bad. They're fucked. They're yeah. idiots. I they, have, they had it all. They could have just been a little bit patient, added some pieces, kept mm-hmm. building, maybe get yeah. some drafts and be a little bit more patient. No, they shot their load year yeah. one and two. Now they're probably fucked for the next five yeah, years. Yeah, and Eichel's over there. Yeah, Eichel's an idiot. I know. He's a you, fuck. How dumb. He could have gone anywhere. Can you yeah. not see what's happening in Vegas? The Do you have an agent that wall. tells you? Do you have an agent that tells you like these guys can't yeah. keep doing this? Like, yeah, I think that, that was a really dumb yeah. move by him. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't have any pity on him. He's making a gazillion dollars to play hockey, no, but like, him. you're dumb, Jack. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? Yeah. So segue to that. So here's yeah. what happened: Vegas they traded uh, first round pick, second round pick, and a third round pick to acquire Thomas Tatar. Sat him in the playoffs. Traded Tatar. Uh, prospect Nick Suzuki and a second round pick, which later became Matthias Norlander, which we're going to sign next year to play with us because he's a really good defenseman. And they gave us Nick Suzuki, I said. they uh, So Nick Suzuki is going to be our next captain. He's going to be a top, you know, top center he's in the sick. league. He's and sick and he's he, big. He's sick, Nick. And he's he's about six foot. Yeah. And and, uh, and they and, and they just gave away Patrick for free, and so they got nothing so out dumb. of all of those trades. I know it's the like worst whoever... asset management, brutal, yeah. like brutal. It's like the people uh, who bought that team or running it never watched yeah. hockey before. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about running a team, but I know they're not doing it right. No, I could fucking run a better team. <laughs> I could. It's, it's a Any, joke. Anyone we know that just watched NHL yeah. growing up could have run the Vegas Golden Knights yeah. better than those fucking. I'm guys. calling it here. Jack Eichel's going to request a trade within the next two years. Guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who's the goalie? Should. They don't have a goalie. Leonard like, still no. He's hurt. He's probably not going to return for like yeah. four or five he, months. He, and he was never as good as he was hyped up to be. He played on the Islanders, who was a defensive, amazing team. So every goalie that played there for those mm. two or three years looked amazing. Yeah. Him and Varlamov, right? And then they go off, and he's like, oh, right. They're just like an average goalie. He's only he's only talked about because of his because uh, of his outspokenness. That's also true. If he yeah. didn't go on those, you know, bipolar rants of his, <laughs> yeah. nobody would fucking know, know what they he's talking about. They wouldn't even know his name, yeah. Uh, anyways, no. chugging along here. Um, speaking of the opposite of a, of a bad team, let's talk about the Colorado Avalanche one more time. Well done. I called it at the beginning of the year. I knew they were going to win the cup. Joe Sackett can't be stopped. Um, so they made a, an, a contract extension to one of my favorite players in the league. Montreal's homegrown Arturi Lekkanen. Traded him away oh, at the yeah. deadline. He's the golden goal boy, not Sid the Kid. He's the Finnish golden goal boy. He got Montreal to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. He got Colorado to the Stanley Cup Finals this year. And so Colorado locked him up at five years at $4.5 million a year. God damn, that's a good contract for that guy. It's good, man. Yeah, Yeah, that is a good contract. He's going to be great for them. And he's just a bulldog every time he steps on the ice. And you know where he got that from? Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, I could see that. He's quoted saying, Galley is the one that made he, me the player I am today. Gallagher is definitely a little he, bulldog. He gave, they did a presser with him on the ice after he won the cup, and he gave a shout-out to all the boys back in Montreal. Nice. Yeah, I, I was brand. like, I was a little emotional, man. It yeah. was a, it was a <laughs> nice moment. That's good shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so one guy that you probably don't like, given his history with, uh, I think, Brady Kachuk, the LA Kings, they resigned Brendan Lemieux for a year at 1.35 mil. What do you think uh-huh. about that? Who's he biting next year? 
Number one, I don't not like him because of the Brady Kachuk thing. I don't care about that. I don't like him because his dad was one of the biggest pieces of shit to ever play hockey. Load. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I don't like that fucking kid. Um, I I don't get, I mean, they signed him so he must be good enough at what he does. He's not like what his dad was. His dad was a piece of shit, but his dad was an amazing hockey player who was like MVP in Stanley Cup finals. And That's like, when you can get you know away I mean? with being a piece of shit. Exactly, yeah. So like, he's a piece of shit, but I'd want him on my team. His kid, I wouldn't want him on my team. He just seems like a piece of shit. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what he seems like. Yeah. Uh, right. Good for him, I guess. I don't know. He's born into a millionaire scenario, and now he's yeah, getting more he's, money to play he's hockey. A, he's the Justin Trudeau of the NHL. <laughs> Why does he go on Facebook and pretend to be a feminist? <laughs> no, because he says humankind. Oh god. No, 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 he says people kind. People kind. I don't know. <laughs> um. So the last extension that we have to talk about uh, is uh, the team we just kind of mentioned, the Ottawa Senators. They resigned your boy mm-hmm. Josh Norris for eight years at a nice seven point nine five mil a year. What do yeah. you think about this one? As I think. I think it can go either way because it's been a short sample, but that kid's a sniper. Anyone who has been watching Otto his last couple painful years, he can score his shot on the power play. I'm not, it's not Ovechkin, Ovechkin-esque, but it's Ovechkin-esque in the sense that teams need to game plan for that so it opens mm-hmm. other people up. So yeah. he, he's an important part, and yes, he could fizzle, and then that contract could suck in a couple years. Or he could keep it up and keep growing because he's so young. He has a lot of promise. Hmm. And I think that contract will end up looking really good in, you know, three, four years or whatever. How old is he? Super young, man. It's like second or third year in the league. Okay. So he's like 21, 22? Probably probably something around that. Yeah. Okay. How tall is he? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't prepare, Joe. I'm not prepared. (laughs) I just want to know because. I could search. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's look him up. Yeah. Let's look him up. Let's see. I'm going to say that he's probably 6'1, if I could could guess real quick. Um, He's definitely. Uh, Right. He's definitely not small. Yeah. And he's over six feet. That's for sure. Jonathan Jarbo is just punching the air right now, yelling how high he is. How tall he is. How tall he is? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, so, he was a uh, birthplace Oxford MI. Yeah, give us, give us the, jo- give us the is, Josh oh, Norris Michigan, entire story right now. Okay, Dave, well, go. Sure, let me let me just display my ignorance towards uh, some of the states. MI for U.S. state, is that Michigan? Yes. Okay, so born, born in Oxford, Michigan, May 5, 1999. I fucking remember 99. Ridiculous. So how old um, does that uh, make him? Uh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> don't put me on the spot, Joe. He's like 24 <laughs> or something like that. It's 2022, so he's 23 years old. Okay. Uh, he's 23. He's he's dope, man. We can rhyme off his figures last year. 35 goals, 20 assists, and 55 points in 66 games. 35 goals last year? In 66 games. He was hurt wow. for a good chunk of last good year. Good for him. That's this impressive. Kid, yeah. This kid scores 16 wow. power play goals. 23 power play points. Um, I'm I, I was super happy when I saw that. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. So was last year his best year? Uh yeah, it was. But I think the year before that um uh was less games, which it was. So 56 games, only 17 goals, 35 points. But also Ottawa also, as much as they still sucked last year, they did take a step from the year before you know what i mean they got yeah the whole team got better he clearly got better by like a lot 
uh, 20 points better. And yeah, I like it, man. I like it. I could say all day. I like everything the Sens have been doing. Summer of fucking Dorian. Summer of Pierre. I love it. <laughs> it's the summer of Pierre. The summer of Pierre. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of what's going on. I, we can, we'll do the other things. I can do my Ottawa rant, but like we are one piece away from being playoff contenders. And I think they're actively right now going after that piece. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right on, dude. Well, um, that's about all the contract extensions that um, we got to talk about. So why don't we keep on your Ottawa Senators here and talk yeah. about arguably the biggest signing of the free agency other than Mr. Johnny Ham and Cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about what the Sens did in free agency. What do you got for me? Well, unless you've been living under a rock, the one and only flying Frenchman, Claude Giroux, is now officially an Ottawa Senator. Um, uh, there was kind of like buzz that maybe it would happen. Yeah, round of applause. Round of you, applause. You've been praying. The, you've been praying for this. I have. I was talking about it. I think like yeah, last year during the you playoffs. You were talking about how he was going to come to Ottawa. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> right. See, I was right. Well, um, so, so I mean, it's a huge deal, but that move alone really isn't it. And I'm sure some of the other moves they made is part of the reason why he was okay to do, go there specifically getting Alex DeBrincat from Chicago, who apparently just wants to give away anyone who ever knew how to play hockey there. <laughs> I, wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kane and Taves leaving, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, so Alex DeBrincat and then Claude Giroux, maybe Ottawa's kind of on his mind because of like close to home stuff. But when he saw that, bunch of young kids, he knows he's going to be the leader. You know, he probably relish in that role. I mean, it's, it's perfect, man. We have... Like our top six right now, Brady Kachuk, Josh Norris, Drake Batherson, all kids. I'm sure if you don't watch Ottawa, the only name that you recognize is Brady Kachuk. But Batherson and Norris are snipers. They're absolute little beauties. They got lots of potential. Second line is Debrinkat, Stutzel, and Claude Giroux. And that it's is mental solid. because a big knock. Yeah, the big knock on Debrinkat is like, oh, he was playing with Kane. Oh, he's only scored 40 goals because he's playing with Kane. Number one, you still got to put the puck in the net. There's a lot of guys who played with Kane over the years that didn't score 40 goals. Number two, he's playing with Claude Giroux and Tim Stutzla, who, you know, can kind of pass the puck a little bit. Claude Giroux had three goals and 20 assists with Florida in the last 20 games. Hmm. Like He has guys to feed him the puck. He is going to score 30 goals minimum this year coming up, I would say. Right. So pretty exciting times to be a Sens fan. Missing a piece, but exciting times. So let me ask you this. Are the Sens a playoff team next year? With so we got Cam Talbot, so now Cam Talbot and uh, Anton Forsberg, who is our up and comer, gonna be you know, hopefully our guy goalie. That's a great tandem. Talbot, solid. We don't need extraordinary over the top goalie right goaltending right now. The last couple of years, the problem has been unreliable goaltending. Times when we're in a game that maybe we can win, and then a fucking muffin goes in the net, it just kills right. all the, the whole deal, right? So we've got that now. We have decent, solid, reliable goaltending, or at least on paper. Uh, our forwards, not a problem. We can score goals. We could score goals last year. Uh, we can score even more goals now. And now I think we're probably more defensively responsible a little bit up front. The hole that's left is who is going to play with Thomas Shabbat because Thomas Shabbat, as good of a like defensive defensive defenseman he is, he's an offensive defenseman. And yeah. if he can get someone to play with him and to hold down the house and let him off the leash, dude, we're, we're a playoff contender at that point if we get that house. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it cuz I I'm looking forward to to Montreal, which is, you know, the team that plays Ottawa the most. 
mm-hmm. uh, being another basement team. I want that. And so if you, you guys are that, yeah, if you guys are that much better, then that just makes our lives a lot easier. Um, <laughs> it's good. And all, at the same time, it's going to be fun seeing that lineup play against us so many times. Yeah. Knowing that Absolutely. we don't have, you know, a big stake in the game that we're not trying to, you know, it's just personal between the two teams and they yeah. both, uh, they're fast and skilled, both mm-hmm. teams. So like they're fun. Yeah. Ottawa Montreal, always fun games to watch. It's a good rep. Right. And it's and, more uh, of a, I wouldn't call it friendly, but it's so you not like, as bad as Ottawa Toronto. So you like that they gave him 6.5 for three years, Drew? Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, the guy's a stud. He's still a stud. He's a point per game still in the NHL. Okay. And then you think about all the other intangibles that he brings to a young team. Yeah. Like, dude, specifically besides the Brinkat, Tim Stutzla is a playmaking forward who can score and like Giroux is like the perfect role model for Stutzler. I'm not sold on Stutzler just yet. No, but Giroux is the perfect role model for him. I feel Whether like he... Giroux and Brady might kind of butt heads a little bit. You think? I think, I think they're think that? Uh, just their, their personality types, you know? They're both uh, leadership type players, you know? Brady's a Brady's a kachuk. And Brady doesn't take no guff from nobody. And, uh, I and think... he's not he's not gonna come in there with a C on his chest and let this French guy tell him how to play and where to play. Yeah, I think he's gonna respect his elders in the NHL. He probably learned that from Keith Kachuk never respected his elders in the I NHL. I promise you he did. I promise you he did. And Matthew Kachuk be... never respected his elders yes, in the does. NHL. Of course he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Yes, they do. Are you kidding me? I guarantee you they do. They grew up in an NHL household with a guy who was like Mr. Respect, tough guy in the NHL. Matthew makes a job out of fucking with fucking Drew Doughty, who's like two years from retirement. Oh yeah, on the ice. Yeah, okay. Respect, it's not about, you don't play them less hard on the ice or go after on the ice. You're talking about guys on the same team in the room. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Drew and Kachuk's not going to be like, Oh, Claude, don't tell guys how to do stuff. You don't know. I've been in the league for three years now. You know what I mean? He's not going to do that. Are you kidding me? Maybe he won't He's... say three years. I've been in the league three years. But he might say like, you know, these are my guys. Well, he'd be an idiot to say that. And Giroux going to respect the fact that he's not a captain. I like Brady, but you know I mean? still think he could maybe have that kind of ego. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of interviews with him. He seems like the opposite. And usually if you grow up in like an NHL house, you're probably going to be pretty humble. Okay, okay. That's well, my take uh, on it. Obviously, I'm biased, yeah, but... Well, time will tell. Let's see how it goes. You got three years to, to see how this goes. I hope it works out for them. I really do, but I'll honestly, that's just, one thing. that's just kind of what I can see happening is a bit of a bit of a headbutting thing here. You never know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it does. But as sure as water is wet, in three years, when that contract is up, the Ottawa Senators will be a far better team than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, oh, yeah. We can all agree with that. Oh, yeah. We can all agree that you have some pretty sweet catchphrases as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's stick on the Eastern Conference here. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's talk about some other of these uh, free agency signings. So some teams, you know, every team in the league, except for the Islanders, made signings in this free agency splash. But we're really only going to talk about the ones that are kind of noteworthy. AHL players, like, you know, fringe players, we're not going to touch on. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets first and foremost here. They probably made, if 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 Giroux's the second biggest, 
Columbus made the biggest signing in Johnny Goudreau. They signed him for seven years at $9.8 million. Johnny Ham and Cheese, everybody. Come on down. How about that signing? He left he left a $80 million deal on the table in Calgary to go to Columbus, Ohio, and mm-hmm. maybe play, play with Patrick Line, who's not going to guarantee to sign there. No. Line is so inconsistent with his play anyway. It's like kind of a non what does he see? You know what, I mean? what does he see in Columbus? Well, I just watched an interview with him uh, like probably half an hour ago, and he was talking about exactly that. And I'll tell you what I think happened, and I'll tell you what he said. Um, uh, so obviously, it, it, you could... Anyway, we'll get into it. So he turned down the more money in Calgary, decides to come back out east. Everyone knows that he, everyone thought he was going to go to Jersey or Philly because he's from outside of Philly. And then the Columbus thing, they're like, oh, well, that's not close to home. It's like an hour flight from he home. He said and when Philly rich, was his like, first like, choice, drives. did he not? No. I read an interview that said, he said Philly was his first choice to go, but oh, they maybe, never even offered him a contract. Maybe they said that, yeah, he didn't say that. Because Fletcher couldn't make it happen. Maybe. Right, yeah. With the cap. So, yeah, well, and maybe that's definitely true. Um, but what, it, what I think happened is that he's about to have his first kid with his wife. He's playing hockey in Calgary. The media is probably a pain in the ass. They're both of their families are from the Philly area and they're about to have this kid and his contract's up. So they're probably like, let's just go live near our families. We're going to have a kid. Why live across the country and play here? I think that's pretty much what it came down when to. I, when I have to fucking do a, a fucking giant course to get into the country every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also in Columbus, you, like in Calgary, you probably couldn't walk down the fucking street in Columbus. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's just going to be a rich guy that nobody really knows. Exactly, which is phenomenal. If like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like how much better, like, sure, maybe they won't end up being competitive and he may regret that. But at the same time, does he care? I don't know. Columbus, I don't know. Fuck, with all the people that just left Calgary, Columbus looks like they might be competitive before Calgary is. How cool would it be if they got Mac Chuck too? <laughs> if he Never going to have shit. <laughs> I know, but wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I hope it, he leaves Calgary. I so, think it would, well, I don't have anything against it, but I just think it'd be funny. Yeah. So ham and cheese is going there. He's going to light it up. But oh, to be yeah. fair, though, last year was his best year ever. He got 115 <laughs> points his last year, and he's never done that before. And he's, he's not going 80. to do it again. He's even gotten 90. He might do it again, mm. but it's very unlikely. Usually when guys Probably get not. that big ticket, they don't get better. They either stay the same or get worse. Example number one, PK fucking Subban. Um, yeah. But a guy that also came with him. I think he came with them uh, from the Flames. Eric Branson, he was on the Flames, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he also signed in Columbus uh, on a 4 by 4 Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you never know. So he's got, and he's a big lad, so Johnny's got some 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 tough guy with him there now. Um, just like Gretzky <laughs> yeah. uh, when he came with McSorley. So that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Calgary and version in, of that. Yeah, and I mean, in Columbus's defense... Anytime I've seen a game that looks freaking fun to play in front of, like yeah, I, I don't know, think it's a, a, it's not a bad spot as a hockey player to be on the home team. It's probably pretty fun. Like they seem like a good crowd. You know, Columbus I mean? could be competitive soon. They got Wierenski. They got um, Bockwist that yeah. they got from fucking Chicago. They got Voracek. Mm. Uh, they got Patrick Line if he resigns. Um, they got mm-hmm. Cole Sillinger who's gonna be their top fucking center pretty soon. Um, and he's a young guy too. He's like 18 or 19 years old and he's a fucking a stud. So they definitely got a lot of mm-hmm. good things going for them down the pipe. It's just a matter of 
and it's probably why he signed such a long deal. It's just a matter of of when, and, and they're they're gonna they're gonna really take that step. Um, but let's move on from Columbus. Um, let's talk about the Buffalo Sabers here. So they made a few signings here. They got uh, Vinny Hinostroza, yeah. who's you know just was it one thing. Oh. Say it again. You just froze up. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah, you're I'm frozen. Yeah, I told you you're in a fucking shit. Connection unstable. Yeah, I told you. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I literally have fiber optic cable right to my Your apartment. face hasn't moved in nine minutes. So, I don't think it's that bad. Dude, your face is stuck for nine minutes. Nine minutes? minutes. <laughs> oh, is it really? But you, but you can hear me fine? I can hear you, but like sometimes it's like, weird. and then it goes <laughs> and talks fast. Wow, that's weird, man. So you're back now. All right, so a team that uh, that made a couple moves, nothing really uh, special. The Buffalo Sabers, and I'm just gonna start rifling them off there here because um, the rest aren't as big of a deal as those two we just talked about. So I was gonna make a point that from something you said before, go um, about how everyone they get a big payday. Uh, they kind of regress, yes. and that's because it's it's pretty hard to get up in the morning and put on your work boots when you're sleeping in silk sheets. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you when you've already got it all, Have you ever why slept in are silk you sheets? trying harder? No, because I put on my fucking work boots and I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> the day I wake up in silk sheets, I will not do that. <laughs> I knew a guy that had silk sheets. He was a roommate of mine, and honestly, I don't really see the draw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Buffalo Sabres, they signed Vinny Hinostroza to a one-year, $1.7 million contract. And I I like him. He's a small guy. He's got some hands, but nothing really special. Uh, They signed goaltender Eric Comrie uh, to two years at 1.8. Is he their starter? No, he's not. He might be now. He was the backup in Winnipeg, I believe. Yeah, he was. I think they also signed Dustin Tokarski. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, yeah. Um, And then they also took uh, former... Uh, Habs uh, pickup, uh, Kale Clegg. They picked him up off waivers last year. Last year. Didn't resign him. Um, so Buffalo scooped him up and they got him for one year at 750k. Um, New Jersey. They uh, they made some signings. Um, they signed defenseman Brendan Smith for two years at 1.1 million, and they also signed Andre Palat at five years for six million dollars a year. And, and that's a pretty good signing. He's gonna play mm-hmm. with Hughes. He's gonna play with Hishier, and uh, I think. I think they got a line. Yeah, good role model kind of guy too. Obviously, been he's through Stanley Cup champion. Tampa, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the teams that made a huge splash this year was the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, they got Andrew Kopp for five years at five point six million. This one I don't like. I don't. I'm not a big Andrew Kopp guy. He's a good third line player, dependable. You know, he's not a power play guy. He's not going to get you a ton of points, but he's gonna he's gonna plug up holes and he's gonna you know he's gonna be a body that's out there kind of you know being a body. Um, mm-hmm. Five point six of five years is way too much and way too long. If I'm a GM, uh, I'm, I'm I'm maybe signing him for three years at three or four million dollars. I think the only the caveat there is that Detroit's not really worried about cap probably for the next bunch of years, and he might just be you know a they rental under eyes for a year or two. They should be worried about cap in the next five years. They got a lot of Detroit? good guys. Yeah, they got Mo Sider. That's a Calder Cup winner now. Oh, yeah, but he's probably on like an entry level deal still. Coming into his uh, second year. Yeah, you know. Doesn't mean the next bunch of years they're probably not uber worried about the cap. Yeah, maybe, but 
Hey, Steve Eisman built Tampa that, Bay. You, Pretty you sure he's doing a good job. In you Detroit always too. stay away from bad contracts, no matter what. Yeah, you don't. don't you don't make bad contracts because you think you're gonna. You know. What yeah. if? What if? What if a free agent falls on your lap in in three years, but you can't afford him because of the cap? You're fucked because you signed Andrew Cop to a fucking six million dollar contract for the next three years. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and they also signed Olimata for a year at two point two five. They took uh, other former Habs defenseman uh, who actually fetched us a first round pick from Florida last year. And they got uh, Ben Sherratt for four years at four point mm. seven five million a year. That's a contract that I can get behind, you know. Yeah, Sherratt's good. Yeah, he's st- he's you know a solid body back there. He gets you some points from here and there, but mm-hmm. he's gonna basically stop guys from entering your zone, and I like that. Which is what you want, yeah. Yeah, and uh, former Calder nominee uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks, they took Dominic Kubalik for two years at two point right. five million a year. Yeah, yeah. I like this signing. He's still kind of unproven. He's twenty five or twenty six, and uh, and he's gonna get a shot on the Red Wings, you know. And Steve Eisman knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, and he's got a great group of guys in there that want to play hockey. And that mm-hmm. want to do well, so I, I'm, they're going to be dope. I'm happy There's to no see question what he's going to do. Here's a bit no, of a head. This sc- is not next year, but yeah. And here's here's a bit of a head scratcher. I mean, what team wouldn't want him on their team? Uh, but it's going to be weird say, seeing David Perron in a Detroit Red Wings jersey. He's signed for mm-hmm. two years at four point seven five mil a year. Hmm. They're really yeah. loading up on the uh, middle six kind of vets. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, as I mentioned, New York Islanders, they didn't sign anybody. Um, Boring. Yeah, Florida Panthers didn't really make a splash either. They took Colin White, Nick Cousins, and then something that's kind of funny is that they signed Mark Stahl to a one-year deal at league minimum, 750 and then they also put up his brother Jordan Stahl on a paid, uh, that, paid yeah. tryout. Or a, P- yeah. PTO. Yeah, PTO, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's going to be interesting to see. I don't think they've ever played together on the same team, so I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing know. that. Uh, the New York Rangers, they took Vinny Trocek at seven years for $5.6 million. I like this contract. He's got, it might look bad in like year five or six, maybe, but that 5.6 is a pretty manageable number. Yeah. A lot yeah. of teams are going to be able to scoop him up in the last couple of years that are making a play. They'll be able to probably figure something out exactly yeah and he if they can't use them they can rent them yeah and he's proven he's 30 goal scorer 25 goal scorer he's gonna get you where you need to go so i'm a swiss army guy as well he plays like uh yeah he's both wings and stuff he played yeah he's he's a good player he's always helped my team on franchise mode yeah uh (laughs) there you go and uh, they also signed goaltender yaroslav halak to a one-year deal at 1.55 i didn't know that yeah dog he's back I back. thought he wasn't playing hockey. Halak is back. back. Halak is back. Right on. Yeah. Um, and then they also si- signed our favorite uh, spiky, spicy broccoli and beef eating Louis Domingue. They signed him for two years at seven uh, hundred and seventy-five. Uh, That's a good signing. Seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars a year. The guy might have been a backup, but he was a backup to the best goddamn goalie we've seen in a long time. So he might just be a pretty good goalie himself. You don't know. Tristan Jari? Oh, shit. No, I was thinking he was Tampa's backup. No, dude. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, I was no, Louis, Dem- Louis Domingue was the guy that stepped the, in for Pittsburgh there. Pittsburgh. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And the yeah, reporter yeah, yeah. comes up and he, she's like, oh, what were you doing before the call? He's like, oh, it's just having oh, some yeah, yeah. spicy beef and broccoli. And they called me in, so... 
Um, maybe not along. so good. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Montreal Canadiens, they didn't really make a splash, which is what I want them wanted them to do. I didn't want them to throw a bunch of money at some aging forward or defenseman mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to stay the course, build off the draft, and, and stick with your guys that you have. I like where they're at right now for their young prospects. I, I want to see that grow. I don't want any guy who doesn't deserve to be there coming in and, and taking all the taking all the money and spotlight. So, you know, one person that they did pick up was Madison Bowie. He's a defenseman, and they got him out a year at $750,000 a year. So, um, he's just going to be a depth defenseman, you know. They got a, a lot of young defensive prospects that they're going to be shuffling around the lineup. So, he's going to be able to slot right in there and, and just see who works where. And, you know, Montreal, they're probably going to trade Jeff Petrie. Um, the GM, uh, Kent Hughes, he, he went in a conference the other day saying it's his top priority trade Jeff Petrie so they still do have some two solid veteran defensemen in David Savard Stanley Cup winner and uh, Joel Edmondson also Stanley Cup winner and uh, and so they're also gonna have and they just traded Alexander Romanov in that Kirby Doc deal as I mentioned on the last episode so they're basically gonna just shuffle all of their young prospect defensemen in and out some are gonna sit here some are gonna play some are gonna watch you know and and it's gonna be fun um, you got a guy like uh, Caden Gooley, who I'm just so fucking big on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he just um, came up with uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's a left-handed defenseman. He's going to be the next Shea Weber. You mark my words. And he's mm-hmm. going to come in, and he's just going to... I guarantee you, he's going to force his way into a solidified spot there. So, nice. um, Other than that, Montreal didn't really make a splash. A couple more like mm-hmm. AHL players, but it's not a big so deal. You're, you're happy to see them go full blank for Bedard. Uh, honestly, I, I don't really care to go full full shit for Bedard. I don't think we're gonna get it, get him. I think no. I don't think I don't think we're getting two first overall picks two years in a row. Edmonton got three, not in a row, or in like four years or something. Didn't they? Get yeah, some but not in a row. Run? They got at least two in a row. They got at maybe, least two in a row. Maybe, maybe they did, mm-hmm. maybe they don't. But I think Chicago's definitely gonna take that. Uh, oh yeah, good call. It's, yeah. It, <laughs> It hasn't been uh, as obvious as when the fucking Pittsburgh Penguins saved their franchise by tanking Across for Mario Lemieux. Or uh, Lemieux, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And Chicago, like we said before, Kane and Davis are going to leave. Why the fuck would they stay yeah. there? At least Kane's going to leave. Yeah, so I'm happy. Even honestly, I think we're still going to get a top five pick next year. And, and I'm I'm happy with that. We got a lot of great pieces right now. And for the first time in a long time, I trust this management and I trust what they're what they're gonna do about it. So dude, they have like they just like revamped their entire development uh sector and they were showing um like training camp or whatever and they had like seven or eight coaches on the ice with them. And like I love that. Like they're they're stepping up their analytics game, they're they're focusing on player development, like they're really doing things from the ground up with these picks. Nice, draft picks yeah. and, and i love that as somebody you have who, to you have to that's the only way to that, make a good team anymore that's the thing that the last administration never did they never took the time to let their guys develop and, and play if it were and up I'll, to me if it were up to me i would make every fucking prospect play in, in the ahl until they're 22 mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah um but moving along no it's it's totally valid and that's you see teams i, I take my chance to kick a dead horse toronto they Tampa have no Bay. patience yeah well, no, Toronto, oh, they sorry, have no sorry. patience. Yeah, yeah. So they sell out their draft picks. How many amazing draft picks, like the draft picks that turned into amazing players that they give away for guys that are nothing. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Yep. So you, you got to be patient. You got to build through the draft and develop your players. So Montreal, I'm sure, will be 
you know, happy that they did. Absolutely. Um, okay, moving on to the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Um, they signed a guy that I really like, actually. I'm big, I'm pretty high on this guy. He used to play for the Habs. Uh, he was just playing for Minnesota. And before that, he was playing with Anaheim. Nick Delorier. He'll scrap anybody in the league. He's under six feet tall, and he's a fucking beast. He's a He looks like a cool guy. He's got mm-hmm. tattoos all on his sleeves and stuff. He's just like a rad dude. So they signed him mm-hmm. at four years um, at 1.75, and he's exactly the type of person I Do think the Flyers, the Flyers are trying to go for. And the fans are mm-hmm. going to love him. I'm a big fan of Nick, and uh, I'm happy for him. He got yeah, I, I certainly feel like the Flyers have strayed a bit from their Broad Street bully days. I'm uh, It's weird because you would have thought that they want to come back to that. You would have thought they would have tried to come back to that when Ron Hextall was the GM, but he's not anymore. I know. It's ridiculous. But Brian Burke's in charge. uh, No, that's not true. Never mind. Mm. Um, And so they they also picked up uh, Justin Braun, defenseman, for a year at 1.75. Philly probably suck. I think he used to play for them before, too. Philly Um, might be as bad as Chicago next I think they're probably going to be a Maybe little, a little bit, better. I yeah, I think Chicago's going to be the worst. Which Depends is weird. So I, I thought they hat. were going to be really good last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so I. I mentioned before that Dustin Tokarski went to Buffalo. I was wrong. Uh, he actually went to the Pittsburgh Penguins um, for a year oh, okay. at, at 750. Um, same with uh, Jan Ruta. They signed him for three years at 2.75 mil. And uh, Josh Archibald from Edmonton. They signed him for a year at $900,000. So. Um, good for them. Uh, Tampa Bay, they signed defenseman Ian Cole for one year at $3 million. They signed Vlad Nemestikov for a year at $2.5 million. And uh, and they signed defenseman Hayden Fleury from the Carolina Hurricanes. They signed him for mm-hmm. two years at $1.5 million a year. So, mm-hmm. no, not much there, but something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hate be, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for those guys, but they missed the boat. Yeah, big time. Yeah, Tampa. Um, okay, moving along here pretty quickly. Uh, so the Toronto Maple Leafs, they got uh, they got a goalie who they think is going to take them there in uh, Ilya Samsonov. They can only afford to give him $1.8 million and only for one year. So let's see how that works out. Um, they also got Nick Obekubel uh, on a one-by-one. They got Adam Gaudet for a year. They took... <laughs> They just recycling old. Um, Don't forget five foot nine Victor Mete on yeah, the point. Yeah, they got uh, Victor Mete for a year. They got defenseman Jordy Ben for a year. Two former Habs d- defenders oh, there. Um, and then one, then they did sign one guy I actually like, uh, Cali Yarncrow. They signed him for four years at two point one. He came up playing in uh, Nashville. He just got traded to Calgary in the off season. Um, and I and I like him. I've been following him for a while. He's he's got he's pretty good. Um, and then here's one that I called for the Washington Capitals. I fucking called this to all you guys in the chat. I said, Darcy Kemper is signing at least a five by five somewhere, probably with Washington. I said that in the chat and I said it on my last episode. Well, he signed with Washington on a five year deal at 5.25 mil a year. So nice. where's my fucking magic globe? Because I called it. Um, nice. They also signed Charlie Lindgren to a three-year, $1.1 million deal. He used to be a goalie in uh, in the Montreal organization. Mm-hmm. Um, they also signed Eric Gustafson to one year and Dylan Strom to one year at 3.5. So good pick up Strom. Was yeah, Strom's good. pretty good. I heard he, uh, somebody told me that he put a carrot in his asshole one time, but I don't know about that. 
That um, seems like an inside scoop. <laughs> moving, along, moving along pretty quickly here. Uh, really the, inside scoop. The Anaheim Ducks, they took uh, they took Frank Petrano for three years at 3.65. I don't know too much about Frank. I think he's good. Um, and then great another, name. Yeah, super great name. Good uh, name and yeah. then another Strom brother, they took Ryan Strom on a 5x5. Five five, so okay. exciting to see what they do. Um, Arizona Coyotes, not much there, although they did take former Montreal Canadiens Laurent Dauphin, a flipper, mm. as they called him. They took him for a year at league minimum. They took Nick Bugstadt for a year at league minimum. And they took former Vancouver Canucks defender Troy Stetcher for a year at 1.25. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys can go play in front of 5,000 people and feel like they're in junior again. Exactly. Nice. It's going to be a good time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago Blackhawks, the... Uh, the team nobody wants to talk about. Um, they took <laughs> Max Domi, former Habs Max Domi, for a year at three mil. They took Wah. Andreas Athanasiu for uh, a year at three mil. They took goaltender Alex Stalock for a year at league minimum, and Colin Blackwell for two years at one point two million dollars. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough year for the Flames. They lost a lot of players, and they didn't really sign anybody they signed a couple Chicago, fringe- you mean yeah no no chicago yes but i'm moving on now to the calgary. oh sorry you're moving on to calgary yeah, yeah, yeah moving on to calgary and yeah they lost a ton of people didn't sign anybody except for some fringe players so they got kevin johnny rooney. they got kevin johnny rooney and nick maloche do you know who those people are no kevin how do you rooney? attract how do you attract free agents when like your best player just left you know exactly and your other best players probably don't probably only, yeah. uh <laughs> Colorado Avalanche, they didn't really do much except sign Darren Helm to a one-year contract worth 1.25. Dallas Stars, they took Mason Marchment for four years at 4.5 million. Good deal. Um, And here's a team, as I mentioned before, they took... I think they took a step and they might have... They might have fixed some of their holes. They took um, Jack Campbell. The Edmonton Oilers. They took Jack Campbell at five years for $5 million. Good for Jack, you know. He's not the best goalie in the league but he's dependable and that is really the only thing the Edmontoners lead is a dependable goalie Mike Smith is not dependable he makes some good saves but he's not dependable he was he was all over there in the playoffs yeah but the the biggest thing about Jack Campbell for this year coming up is when goalies leave Toronto and they've got something to prove they play well he's he's reunited with his buddy uh, he's reunited with his buddy Hyman that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they could yep. talk about how fucking dumb it was playing Toronto, and mm-hmm. I imagine I imagine he does really well for them, and they're probably a pretty strong regular season mm-hmm. team all year. Yeah. Another guy that they took for some depth is uh, Greg McKeg. They signed him for two years uh, at league minimum, and I like Greg McKeg. I watched I him love- play. I watched him play in the series against uh, New York with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he flies. He can go up the ice, and he's got fucking hands. So that's a good signing in my books. Um, Another LA Kings, great name, too. Great yeah. name. Another sick name, too, is uh, the LA Kings. They signed a goaltender by the name of Phoenix Copley. I don't Ooh. know why. That name is sick. It's the first uh, name, Phoenix. They got him for, yeah. And uh, the Minnesota Wild, they didn't do much except sign um, coast-to-coast favorite Nick Patan. They took my boy oh, Nick Patan, yeah. so I'm going to have to go down to Frank's Barbershop on Granville and 11th. Go talk to his mom, get a haircut, and uh, and talk to her about her son signing with the Minnesota Wild. So, um, moving along mm-hmm. here, the uh, San Jose Sharks under the new management with Mike Greer. Uh, shout out to Mike Greer. I think he's he's looks like he's going to be turning some things around. 
Um, he signed Oscar Lindblom mm-hmm. to a two-year deal at 2.5. That is a contract you want to see more of coming out of San Jose. They've done nothing yeah. but overpay old bums that don't do anything yeah. but lay on the beach in, in San Jose. And so... It's like a retirement home. Exactly. So it's nice to see that he might be uh, has a better head on his shoulders. Uh, they took Nico mm-hmm. Sturm for three years at two mil. They took uh, goaltender Aaron Dell. They took him for a year and he actually started his career there and played four seasons with them before going off to here and there. I think he was in Toronto last year. Um, this and that. Um, what else we got? Sat- Seattle. They took Martin Jones for a goaltender. They took Justin Schultz at two years for three mm. mil. And they took Andre nice. Burakovsky for five years at $5.5 million. I like me some Burakovsky. I think he's mm-hmm. a crafty little guy and he gets the job done well. Mm. Seattle, I know we're probably going to run out of time a little bit, but Seattle did the opposite of Vegas. They did the right thing. Everyone got all in their dicks about, oh, they didn't draft enough guys. They didn't throw all their money at Carey Price. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll give them a couple years. They're going to build a team and then they're going to be competitive. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's how you do it. Billy Guerin knows what yep. he's doing. Um, okay, moving on. St. Louis. They didn't do much either. They signed goaltender Thomas Grice to a one-year deal. They signed Noel Achari to a one-year deal. And here's something, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. They, I, I kind of like this move. I don't love one of them, but they signed Curtis Lazar for three years at $1 million a year. He used to play with the Sens. He mm-hmm. played with Boston most recently, and he's a he's a dependable mm-hmm. little third-line guy. So I think that's yeah, a pretty yeah. pretty good deal for him. And they need more guys like that. Um, and they also, mm-hmm. they also scooped up uh, former Toronto Maple Leaf uh, Ilya Mikheyev. They took him for four no, years at four point seven five mil. So mm. interesting to see what they do. Um, hopefully, they resign JT Miller and and they can do something there. Winnipeg Jets. They didn't really do much. They took a couple goalies. They took Colin Delia. They took David Riddich. No save, Dave. And that's 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 really about it for the free agent signings, Dave. Something's wrong with Winnipeg. Yeah. Big yeah, time. you hear some of the comments coming out of their their players and stuff. It's like something's really There's wrong. There's definitely some some uh, some overhaul that needs to happen in Winnipeg. Um, Big time. So that yeah. that's that's pretty much gonna wrap it up here. Um, I do want to touch on a couple trades here. Yeah, sure. First one being uh, defenseman Brent Burns was traded to Carolina, and they got some stuff back. I don't really know what they got back too much, but the biggest piece of the deal here is Brent Burns going to Carolina. What, what do you think mm-hmm. about that? What do you think Carlson thinks about that? Uh, I think Carlson's probably like, well, I'm never going to win a cup, but I live in California and I make a lot of money playing hockey, so fuck it. Because yeah. no one's going to take his contract because he isn't what he was when he got paid it. Is an and, $11 million a year contract? Yeah, and San Jose is clearly in like a multi-year sort of rebuild dealy you would imagine so mm-hmm. probably annoyed because he's the type of guy you would imagine did want to cut i mean they all want cups but you know i'm sure there's some guys that don't care that much you know what i mean yeah it's still a good career it's still a good life so who cares mm-hmm. um he's probably on that plane burns stoked going yeah. to a contender he's an established vet that'll probably have a really good year with them i i like his game everyone mm-hmm. pretty much likes his game who doesn't like brett burns right so that's pretty cool. I think he's gonna love, and I think, I think he's gonna love playing with Rod for Rod Brendamore. And I think Rod Brendamore is gonna love Brent Burns playing for him. Absolutely. They both seem like the same kind of person that are get up yeah. and after it type people, and uh, and I'm excited. Yeah. I, I hope we get to see a Brent Burns resurgence in this next. I'd love to great. see that, man. He he, was, I think you will. I like. 
why wouldn't you? He's going to be so remotivated to actually be yeah. on a contender again. And like, sure, Carolina maybe isn't quite a cup contender, but they're going to the playoffs and they're going to have a shot to take yeah. a run or do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And he was once uh, a, a Norris winner, wasn't he? Brent Burns? Yeah, I don't know if he won it, but I mean, he's been an established guy. For yeah, so he's he's been a he's he's a he's a gold medal winner for Team Canada. Yeah, yes. So yeah. You maybe know, he, even more than one. Yeah, exactly. Um, we talked about it a little bit before uh, the Max Pacioretty trade. He was traded to Carolina Give from away. Vegas for, yeah. for the uh, highly touted future considerations. Yeah, I was gonna say, do I have to get something back for it to be a trade? Yeah. So so. <laughs> So Brent Burns and Pacioretty are both going to Carolina. Um, I don't think Pacioretty's going to be as uh, reinvigorated as Brent Burns will be. Um, I agree. He'll probably be the same old uh, unimpressed, not really stoked to be here, Max Pacioretty, that we've all come to know and love. One thing I am looking forward to is seeing Max Pacioretty give a half-assed storm surge. (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be having none of that fucking theater show that they play none of that no you know what i can see is that the first time that's gonna happen he'll just skate off the ice yeah there's there's no way he even stands out there for that no he's Uh. not doing that brent burns yes i can see brent burns wanting all of that i wouldn't either to be honest with you like not that i would be like on a because he probably because he's just a funny dude and he'd probably laugh about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or like, Max Pacioretty is just like, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking want to be here. Don't talk to me. Don't fucking make me do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can I can see that, but uh, good for Carolina too because Patches when he gets hot he scores goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's a he very top six on player. Carolina. Is he top six still on Carolina, or is he like a third probably, line scorer all of a sudden? Probably second, probably second line. Big second line, so maybe yeah. yeah. So well, you know, who knows? Yeah, well, uh, Trocheck was playing for Carolina last year. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, so he'll probably take Trocheck's spot on the second line. Yeah. So then that puts him with um, uh, see what they have right now online is. Uh, patches on the top line, Sebastian Aho and Tuevo Teravainen. No way he's playing top line. That, that, that's just, well, that's just like a, a website. Yeah, thing. who's, who's the lines. second line? Uh, Shvechnikov, Kotkin Yemi, and Nekis. Nekis, however you say, mm-hmm. Martin Nekis, however you say his name. Yeah, Nekis is probably going to get bumped it's out. Not that great. Yeah. No. I don't, honestly, I look at just looking at their, like, I, I don't get why Carolina is even really that good. Hmm. The lineup Sebastian doesn't Ajo. really, yeah, but he's, I don't know, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think anything really strikes fear in anybody's heart. So they're gonna play Carolina, like good team. Yeah, not not scary. They don't have any. Um, they don't have any tough guys on their team. That's what I mean. Like I don't. Regular season, I'm sure they'll do well. That's probably why they're not doing so hot in playoffs because they're yeah a little soft. Yeah. Um, so another trade that happened uh, was um, a trade with New Jersey Devils and the Boston Bruins. So New Jersey mm. traded uh, longtime New Jersey Devil Pavel Zaka to to the Boston Bruins for Eric Halla. I don't know too much about either of those guys. I know Eric Halla has been kind of passed around a little bit. Um, and Pavel Zaka is 
pretty highly touted out of New Jersey. So, yeah, I guess it's a win-win for both teams. I don't know, to be honest. Two like middle six guys, kind of. Yeah, teams. I know. I know Eric Halla was was seen to be a bit of a valuable guy in Boston, just because they mm-hmm. don't have many valuable guys in Boston anymore. But yeah, with Krejci yeah, yeah. probably coming back, they they don't need a like he, like Eric Halla is second line center. So if David yeah. Krejci comes back, he's going to be second it. line center. Yeah, yeah, and he's not a third line center type, so you don't no. really need him. You can't just bump him down. He's not that guy. Exactly. So it's really all the trades that uh, that happened since since last time. I talked about the other ones that involved the goaltender and all that yeah. stuff on the last episode. So this is part two of that. So is there anything else you want to talk about? Or Well, I mean, is Colorado going to re-sign Kadri? Is that like guaranteed at this point? Or do you think he's maybe still going somewhere else? Yeah, so as of now, Kadri is still unsigned. I I mm-hmm. think he's going to go back to Colorado. I think that's why it's taking him so long to not sign a contract somewhere is because mm-hmm. they're just crunching the numbers. Team-friendly deal. And seeing what they can do. And if Kadri was just like, hey, no, I want I want a, a, con- a big contract, he'd be signed somewhere else. He'd already have it. because He'd be in Detroit. He'd be in fucking Columbus. Yeah, yeah. He'd be in, uh, sure. you know, somewhere where the cap isn't as tough. But... He obviously yeah, yeah. like he found his place in Colorado. Like, yeah, you'd be a fool to leave. He's... Yeah, Colorado's not gonna be a non-cup contender next year or the year after, or the year after, or the year after. Like, yeah, they're, like they're their windows wide open for a little while. They're the next sure. Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, maybe better. And I love that. I love that it went east and now it's west. Yeah, coast to coast, baby. It went from uh, number 19 to a number 19. Steve Eisman built Tampa Bay. Joe Sackick built Colorado. Wow. That's pretty mm. cool. Was, was Steve Eisman 19? Both of those guys were. as my wow. two favorite hockey players growing up. That's a pretty sweet stat, Dave. Yeah, I don't know if it's a stat, but <laughs> it's a thing. It's that's a thing. A, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, on that note, I think we should leave it at that because I, I can't even up that, that thing that you just said. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's about it. It's been a flurry. Kadri is the only really puzzle piece left to fall. Klingberg, I guess. Who gives a fuck about Klingberg? I don't. I don't really Who care. Who cares? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about Dallas in general. They're like the most boring team ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. Hockey. I'm looking forward to the Ottawa Senators big time next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know yeah. it's probably like we're not necessarily going to be amazing all of a sudden, but like we got just these key guys that we've been waiting to do something like that for a while so it's good yeah and uh yeah that's what i'll be doing sick I'll be man not watching it on center ice because apparently they're not doing that anymore <laughs> um sweet well uh yeah I, I i don't think we'll do another episode until closer to the next season uh probably mm-hmm. take the summer here and just kind of relax and, and get into more summer vibes think about non-ice related things um mm-hmm. but yeah we'll probably we'll probably meet up again uh yeah closer to the preseason and we'll talk about all the solidified lineups and and things like mm-hmm. that we'll talk about uh how the new senators arena is coming along um oh, oh yeah we'll save another that for, we'll save that for another, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um other than that if if you want to uh, follow us on instagram you can it's at coast to coast uh hockey talk if you want to email us, ask Dave why he looks so funny. Uh, you can email us at uh, uh, c2chpod at gmail.com. We're going to change that to something easier, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get a Yahoo email, man. 
Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll look down, ask ask Jeeves and see what we can do. Yeah, I'm gonna check um, it out. Right other now. than that, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you know, this is this was episode 17, and uh, yeah, we're gonna keep going next year. New new hockey to talk about next year. New drama, new hits, mm-hmm. new uh, refing controversies, all that shit. So from all the from goodness. us from us to you, um, thank you so much for listening to us all year. We hope you guys have a great summer. Dave, you wanna you wanna say anything? Wrap this up here. Merry Christmas. It's not Christmas. Oh time. wait, no, wait. Wrong season. You're right. <laughs> have a good one, everybody. All right, guys. Thank you <laughs> so much. Happy Labor Day weekend. Or happy something. Labor Yeah, happy, happy fucking summer. <laughs> have a, That's coming hey, up. Ha- happy summer. Hey, have a pop for us, would you? Yeah, have a great August. All right. Peace, guys. Yeah!